causing friction. This is the podcast where we get a little uncomfortable, a little awkward on our journey of healing through mindfulness and becoming self-aware. Welcome back to the podcast. If you've been enjoying causing friction, don't forget to share it with a friend, post it on your IG stories, and make sure you tag us. Your support really does mean the world, and let's get into this week's episode. So I feel like the title of this week's episode, it was just expected. You know, you have a podcast, you talk about mindfulness, you talk about anything to do with mindset, and the topic of what are three things you wish you knew when you're younger, it's just almost mandatory to cover. And it's kind of because you reach a certain age and you just find yourself saying out loud, why did no one tell me this sooner? Why was I never taught this? Why the heck is no one talking about this? And there are so many different avenues that I really could go down with this topic, but it really does come down to there is a lack of education on mental health, taxes, on how to use credit cards correctly, how to obtain a loan, what even is a credit score. I could go down a totally different avenue and I could discuss the fact that you have to buy food from a grocery store, get home and cook it, eat it, then you got to clean it all up and do dishes every single night, every single day until you literally die. (laughs) And that's morbid, but it's the truth. Why did no one prepare me for that? And I hate washing dishes so much. I don't know why it bothers me, but it really does that I have to do dishes every single day for the rest of my life. Anyways, I just sometimes find myself wishing that someone taught me how to make my own decisions and to actually think for myself or better yet, how do I know if the decision I'm making is actually what I want? I wish that I was taught to tell the difference between actively and consciously making a decision because I want to, not because I've been pressured by society or parents or the entire world around me. I also wish that I was taught that I don't have to live in the same place that I grew up in. More specifically, I wish I was taught how to choose a place that I want to call home. What do I even define home as? What about a home is important to me? Where in the world do I want to call home? I don't have to live in this country, this town, this city, if I don't want to. Do I even want to? Do I have to choose one place? Can I define home as multiple places in the world? Part of me just wishes I was taught to just question people more often. Question things more often. That asking why is so incredibly important for understanding absolutely anything and everything in life. I wish I was taught more about inequality and how privileged I am to be white. I wish I was taught more about how our system is designed to be against marginalized communities and really is only there to help those who can afford it or have good connections. I wish I was taught how to recycle. I'm laughing about this because I honestly didn't know how to recycle until 2020. Did you know you can't even recycle a pizza box? Or pretty much a lid from anything? Any kind of container. You can't recycle the lid. Or if you throw out recycling and you put it inside a plastic bag to throw it out, you just made everything inside of it not recyclable. Anything with wax coating, like a plant-based milk container? Nope, can't be recycled. And I know that this is all silly, but the reason I'm rhyming all of these things off is because, well, first, 
I genuinely stop and say, why have I never been taught this before? Almost every single day of my life. There's little things, you know, you see a trend on TikTok and it's like life hacks. And you look at that and you're like, why did no one teach me this? That happens to me pretty much on a regular basis. And every single day is a part of our routine without even thinking twice about what we're doing things or how we're doing it or why. And I want to be more mindful. And I know you want to be more mindful and that's exactly why you're here. And that's why we're having this conversation. So I want you to look at everything you do, the way that you do laundry, the way that you write. Just think about it for a second. When were you taught to do that? Is that even the right way for you now? Is there a right or wrong way to do it? Why does that right or wrong even exist? Or is it now relevant to your circumstances? We all got to a point in our lives where we stopped asking why and just did things because we don't even know why. And that's the point of this podcast. I want to encourage you to be mindful of your actions and stop living on autopilot. To ensure the decisions you are making or not making, you are doing so because it is actually what you want to do. And the biggest way that I implemented this was first when someone said to me, but that's your family. Or another common phrase that is used around these kinds of conversations is that blood is thicker than water. Okay, but why does it matter that it's family? Is that actually family? Or did saying that and using those phrases, those words, did that just teach me to accept disrespect and to be walked all over by people who know me the best so they can manipulate me the easiest? By asking this question, I was able to see how I really felt about family. And I'm using air quotes because you'll understand in a moment. And by asking this question, I was also able, as an adult, to make my own decision of how I wanted to define family. You're fully allowed to do that, and no one is talking about it. So many people don't question family's intentions because, oh, it's just my family, or oh, that's just your family. That's just what families do. We're taught to stick by them no matter how badly they hurt us. So yes, family is important. But family, blood relatives, they aren't the end-all, be-all. Family is not always defined by blood. You'll have friends that accept you and love you more than maybe some of your family ever will. And you have friends or people in your life that will have unconditional love that we think all family is supposed to have. Or we strive for in family, but never quite seem to obtain. Hence the resentment that comes along sometimes in difficult relationships with family members. And while some families do express unconditional love, a love that has no limit, no boundaries, no guilt, no shame, that just isn't the case for a lot of people. But we desperately try to still seek it from family members who do not share the same wants, and we give them our energy when they don't even fully deserve it, because that's just what you do, that's family. I think what we really should be saying is that relationships are important. Not just romantic ones, but the one you have with yourself, but the one that you have with the people you consciously choose to have in your life. Because you love them and they love you and 
you show each other that love through consistent, non-judgmental communication. And just by knowing all of your insecurities or their insecurities and their faults and not holding it against them or using it against them either. So yes, family is everything, but let us recognize and accept and celebrate that family is not always defined by blood. That we can question family's intentions. That every relationship you have is sacred in its own way. And if you want to define a friend as family, you can do that. If you want to question a family member's intentions, you can do that. Because when you find someone who genuinely gets you and accepts you, that is special. And it shouldn't be downplayed or deemed less than or insignificant compared to family. Another why I wish that I asked more often or another thing that I just wish I questioned more instead of just going with the flow was, do you have a boyfriend? Why does that even matter? And I don't mean being asked in maybe more obvious situations where someone is hitting on you or likes your attention and they're asking so that they can gauge their next move. I mean, when we're getting to know somebody, why is this so incredibly significant? I wish that I was taught that having a partner does not validate me. That this obsessive searching for a boyfriend or partner or significant other is actually a waste of my time. I imagine all of the years and hours and minutes that I spend obsessing over being single or being in the wrong relationship. And I think of all of those moments combined and it just makes me feel like I wasted so much precious time. I could have been working on myself. I could have learned another language or done something crazy with my life. I wish that I was taught that having a boyfriend, girlfriend, partner really isn't a priority. And that spending so much time searching for a relationship, I would just end up losing myself and not discover who I was. And I would just get so caught up in becoming who they wanted me to be that I was so far away from the person I was deep down. And the worst part about me not asking why was I ended up not recognizing myself. I didn't know who I was or who I wanted to be without a partner. So what happened is when I was in a relationship and maybe this person would leave is I would just feel empty, I would feel confused, and I just wouldn't be okay. And that's hard to admit, but there are so many times a person would leave my life and I just felt worthless. I felt like I didn't deserve love and for some reason I felt like I shouldn't even be happy because I didn't ask why so much earlier. And how incredibly sad is that? That I put all of my worth into a man or a person who was only temporary in my life. Who was only a moment in time and no longer even exists in my memory. Imagine all of the time that I spent conforming to all of that man's needs and wants. And imagine if instead I asked myself what I had wanted. Or if what they liked about me. Was that actually even who I was? Or were they just projecting their idealistic fantasies? of what they wanted a future wife or girlfriend to be, and I was trying to fit that mold. And what started to happen, when yet another person would exit my life, there was a turn of events where I went from broken to feeling free. Because I could feel myself not being my real, true, authentic self. And seeing them go was giving me a chance to be myself. Or better yet, it was a chance for me to rediscover myself, to discover who I actually am and who I want to be. 
discover what makes me happy. What makes me sad? What do I want in life? What the heck do I not want in my life? So yeah, I wish I asked why. Why does it matter if I have a boyfriend or girlfriend? Why does that define me? Why does my relationship status change your view of me as a person? Why does that make me less than or better than you or her or him? And I also just wish that I asked, why am I with this person? Would I be okay if they left? And I don't mean, you know, will I be sad? Because yes, anyone leaving your life is sad. But I mean my self-worth. Would it become so low without them that I didn't love myself? That I wouldn't be happy? That I didn't think I was worthy of anyone else's love? It's so incredibly powerful when you step into the mindset of understanding that your worth isn't determined by how well you can mold yourself to fit someone's life, especially someone who won't matter a year from now. Investing in other relationships and nurturing those, that's just something that I wish I was told was so much more important. So I just wish that someone had taught me how not validating a boyfriend or significant other was. That you would kind of just feel worse when it didn't work out. My final why and my final question and theory, I guess, that I just wish that I had questioned more is that why do I have to be skinny? Why do I need to have a big butt? Why do I need to have abs? Why do I have to look like her to be considered beautiful? Why do I have to apply this specific cream so that my cellulite doesn't show? Why do I have to not love my body the exact way it is? Why do I have to keep changing it to fit whatever new trend is cool right now? Why do I have to cover my body in order to gain respect? Why can't I embody my sexuality? Why does that make me a slut? Why are we taught to not honor our bodies unless we've given birth to a child. I so badly wish that I questioned more, why does my body just bother people so much that they think they can tell me what to do with it? I wish that I just questioned why is my body anyone else's business for that matter? We are taught to shame our bodies for not being tall enough, not being short enough, for the way that our pelvis tilts and causes our stomachs to stick out. Somewhere along the line, we just accepted the fact that we weren't born correctly, which is bizarre. How could you be born incorrectly? Think about the fact that every single person you look at looks different. I mean, maybe in speaking literal terms, you can look at identical twins, but even them, they're going to have differences. So what I want to question is who decided what is nice to look at and what isn't? Why did I just accept that body hair was shameful and gross? Why did I accept comments from people that my arms were too muscular so I stopped training them to a point where I felt so physically weak it made me even more disgusted with myself? Why have I time and time again disrespected my body when this is the only body I'm ever going to be in? Why did I speak so rudely to it when it wouldn't behave properly or the way for some reason I was expecting it to after not treating it well? Why would I consume boatloads of junk food, then look at my body with shame and disgust and then starve myself because I thought I had to compensate and punish my poor body? Why was I not taught that my body is the only body I am ever going to be in, so I need to treat it with the kindness, love, and respect it deserves? So in the midst of one of my frustrations of why was I never taught this or why is no one talking about this, it all came down to the fact that 
I think we just need to be taught how to be more kind and grateful and listen to our bodies and not listen to what other people are telling us to do with them. And aside from just being kind, I think that we need to stop looking at our bodies, searching for something to be wrong, searching to fix something, searching for something to fit these marketing ads and schemes to fit into some kind of trend. We criticize every little millimeter of our bodies, our faces, our hair, searching for some kind of imperfection, searching for something wrong to fix, to cry about, to be upset over. And it's kind of like what I said before, if I was able to collect calculate all of the time I was mean to my body, that I was disrespectful to it. If I collected all of the time that I wasted on being disgusted with my body, whether that's because of size, whether that's because I enjoy having sex, whether that is because I feel too pale or I don't like the way that I looked without makeup, if I collected all of that time, all of that energy, and put it towards anything even remotely positive, could you imagine how powerful, successful, confident, happy, maybe even rich I would be. So while I was going to make this podcast three things I wish I knew when I was younger, instead I'm kind of calling it why didn't I question more things that bothered me or things that I didn't understand or things that I just didn't agree with. Why did I just accept that this is the way things are? So why did I fall trapped like many of us to the status quo? At what point did I just start living on autopilot and let others dictate my life in such a way that I wound up so out of touch with myself? So just what I want to leave you with is simply ask why more often. And when you've asked why, ask why again and again and again until the real reason shows itself. And if that real reason doesn't align with who you are, who you want to be, just say goodbye and let it go. So yeah, I wish I was taught how to do taxes. I wish I was taught about a credit score. I wish I was taught about recycling. More importantly, I wish I was taught how to make my own decisions. And I wish that I was taught why does any of this even matter? Why does this matter to me specifically? Why does this matter to me, Danielle? Because what matters to you might not matter to me, and that's just okay. That is all I have for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it don't forget to share it with a friend. I'll see you next time.